Hello everyone and welcome back to the Before the Pen podcast. Um, My name is Claire and I'm one of your hosts today. Actually, our other co-host, Sid, isn't able to join us this weekend and so I'm actually just going to host this by myself. But luckily, I'm joined with uh, a wonderful friend and guest, T, from um, Peach Tea Prints and also Tea Journals on Instagram. T as in T-H-I, by the way. Um, T, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, thanks so much for having me. Um, Yeah, I started bullet journaling about almost two years ago, and I started my shop just last year, last September. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I find like one thing that I really admire about your account is, you know, a lot of bullet journal people's accounts have like, you know, white backgrounds or whatever, but yours is like a black background. Um, And like, you just recently changed your feed, right, to be like pretty like window lighting and stuff. Yeah, I did. I still kept the black desk, though, because everyone's like, it's so iconic. Like, you're the only person I know with a black background. So Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, like, if I change my feed, like, I have to keep the black desk. Yeah. (laughs) Do you find that it makes the editing process easier since it's, like, just black? It did, yeah. Like, when I had my old feed where it was, like, Mm -hmm. just black, like, there was no, like, window lighting, it was really easy because, like, I didn't have to worry about matching, like, white tones. Like, I would just like make the shadows all the way up and it would just be pitch black like that was it yeah (laughs) yeah that's so cool match it yeah yeah because I feel like with light colors it's always a lot of times it's like you have to have the white the right white balance because for me I know I have to like always desaturate everything and just like it's kind of a pain in the butt because I have to like do so much editing so I feel like that's like a cool way to both like be unique but also it simplifies the process for you yeah um, so for those who don't know, like T's sticker store, Peach Tea Prints, um, she has like a lot of really cute designs. She sells sticker sheets, um, like memo pads, like art prints and stuff. Um, and actually like out of these different kinds of products that you sell, like which one's kind of your favorite to make? Or like, you know, do you like the, the like memo pads or the, the art prints? I think designing stickers is the most enjoyable because like there are so many different designs in one sheet so I'm not like focused on just one thing but yeah I yeah so designing stickers definitely the most fun for the drawing process but I also enjoy my art prints because they're more like detailed and mm-hmm. so sometimes just like it's more therapeutic just to like go in with like little details and like color them in and stuff mm-hmm. so to make art prints do you just like print them on like cardstock or like special paper like with a normal mm-hmm. printer um, yeah, I, I've got, um, I print them on Epson, like, premium matte white paper, um, just, like, with my printer, and then I just cut it with my paper, um, cutter. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, because, like, I've always feel like I've tried to, like, print things on cardstock or whatever before, but then I always felt like the, the quality is kind of flimsy, like, I don't know, like, paper itself isn't great, so, like, you use, like, Epson something? Yeah, it's called Epson premium presentation paper matte something like that yeah but it's really nice I really like the the texture of it because it's like it's still it's not like the most sturdy kind of paper but I like Mm -hmm. the texture like the feel of it yeah yeah that's so cool yeah Yeah, did you always kind of want to sell like these different products or do you think like I don't know like were you always going to be like a sticker kind of store because I know your store is called peach tea prints so did you start off with the prints then yeah actually I never in the beginning when I first decided I would start a sticker shop I actually, it was never going to be a sticker shop. Like, I was like, yeah, no, like, I'm never going to sell stickers. Like, I don't have the time to, like, hand cut because I was like, sticker cutting machines are too expensive. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, like, I can just sell art prints and then maybe, like, printable stickers. But then Uh here we are. (laughs) 
yeah <laughs> i mean i feel like with the with starting any kind of like business thing the hard part is making the investment because like you said the yeah, sticker definitely. machine like kind of costs a lot of money and like for me too like i didn't even have a good color printer and so i actually had to like get a better printer and so that in itself mm-hmm. was like already like a huge investment um like a few hundred dollars you know yeah. and so i feel like it's definitely kind of nervous to like take the step and make the investment yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I was lucky enough to get my silhouette as a Christmas present, so like Ooh. I didn't personally have to pay for it, so I'm like really thankful about that. Mm-hmm. But my printer, the one that I had before, mm-hmm. it was, it's like so broken, like it doesn't work. Oh. You have to like manually shove the paper in for it to like go through and print. Oh wow. Um, so my family, we were like, yeah, like we definitely need a new printer, and so I was able to split the cost of the printer I use now with my dad, because we were like, we need a new printer anyways, like we should just get a good one so we just like invested in a decent printer yeah that's pretty cool so do you use like um a silhouette like portrait or cameo for your yeah i just silhouette portrait three i think Mm -hmm. is it like work well for you um (laughs) it's let's just say it's definitely better than hand cutting (laughs) but i actually have a lot of problems with mine Uh like it it cuts Everything cuts, like, off. It cuts a little too far down, I think. And Mm -hmm. so when I do my offsets, I have to, like, move them even further down so that it, like, or I have to move them up so that Mm -hmm. when it cuts, it's, like, I have to, like, overcorrect, basically, so that it cuts properly. That's so annoying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess you had to take a lot of, it probably takes a lot of trial and error, you know? Because I remember, like, when I first got my silhouette, it took a super long time to figure out. And, like, I just, like, yeah, I, I did the same thing as you. Like, mm-hmm. I had to offset it and everything. But, like, somehow I eventually started, like, doing it right. Eventually, I don't even know. It's just, like, the silhouette. The silhouette has this, like, own thing going on, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the beginning, I had my one of my friends help me because she had had her silhouette for, like, a month. And mm-hmm. so I, like, got the hang of it pretty quickly. And it was working fine in the beginning. I don't know what happened now. I can never get it to cut right anymore. So I at least have two oops bag worthy sheets of every... <laughs> design oh wow <laughs> yeah because i i let it go through the first time like normal and then i look uh-huh. at it and then i go in and i have to like offset it like depending oh. on what it looks like on the paper yeah that's weird yeah. have you tried like calling the company no <laughs> i don't know maybe you should try I'm, i don't know i feel like it might be helpful because like if they're like product isn't should. working like maybe you can get a refund too or something because like it if it's so not working long. Yeah, that's true. Like, they probably yeah. wouldn't give me a refund. I've had it since <laughs> December. Yeah. I think but that's a good thing okay. with the silhouette. Like, if it works well, then it can be really reliable. But for, like... But I feel like for every yeah. good machine, there's, like, a faulty one. So it's, like, luck if you're able to get a good one in your, your order. So... Yeah. I think yeah. I just put up with it because, like, I hand cut for, like, four months. And I was so over it. Yeah. I'm just miserable. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, <laughs> no more hand cutting, please. Uh-huh. So... I I love my silhouette though. Yeah, that's once, true. Once it like once I get the offset right, it's nice. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> what um so in terms of like art style, like what are your favorite types of stickers to make? Like what kind of oh. like food or animals or anything? I really enjoy drawing food. Mm-hmm. I like drawing animal heads, but I'm not good at putting bodies onto them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah, probably food, because I look at a lot of food on, like, Pinterest and stuff, mm-hmm. like, the cute, like, you know, little Japanese, like, Korean food, and yeah. I just love drawing those so much. But yeah, I yeah. feel like, okay, in terms of, like, art style, I literally have two art styles, and I 
can't pick one. I have one that's more, like, simple and, like, no line art. And it's, like, more, like, cutesy, I guess. And then I have Mm -hmm. one that's, like, really detailed with, like, line art and everything. And I just, I switch between the two. Um, so trying to still figure out my art style for my store. Yeah, definitely. I feel like kind of the same way. Like, I feel like developing an art style is something that, like, takes a lot of time. And I think, like, you get better at it through digital art. Because, like, I was talking about this last week um, with Sid and stuff. But, like, you know how some people's styles are, like, line art and they look really good. Some people's are, like, very, like, realistic and stuff and they still look really good. Like, I really don't think there's, like, a correct answer for, like, a way to design things. And I feel like... Like, for certain things, like, line art looks better, but then for other things, it doesn't look as good. So, like, um, for example, if I was drawing, like, a fruit, like a watermelon, I would want to do line art because it's, like, you know, you can easily trace the object and color it in and stuff. Versus, Mm. like, if you're doing, like, something else where it's, like, it looks better without line art. I don't know. It's just, like, I feel like I've definitely, like, flip-flop between yes or no line art, you know, over my... Yeah, I Like, (laughs) yeah. If you're not good at shading, it's kind of hard because you can't, like, oh, yeah. define two different shapes without line mm-hmm. art. So I think sometimes that's why I have to go with line art because, like, I don't know how to shade. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. just, like, stick it on wherever it looks good and I'm like, yep, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, and yeah. Then and then the on. other thing is, like, if you do line art and you try to shade, then the line art looks really, like, obvious, you know? Because, like, the, yeah. the thing will be shaded but the line art won't be. So then it's like, do I shade the line art as well or just, like... You know, it definitely, like, it was, like, it's, like, a lot of, like, fuzzy lines that are, like, hard to draw once you get to that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, not literal fuzzy lines, like, metaphorical, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it's taken me, like, two years to finally find my, like, bullet journal style. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, I'm still developing my digital art drawing style. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned Pinterest for, like, a source of inspiration um, do you have, like, any other ideas that you get stuff from, or do you just kind of, like, think of them, or do you have, like, bullet journal um, themes that carry over? My, okay, so Pinterest is, like, mostly for sticker inspo, and I think mm-hmm. I get my print, like, inspiration from my own bullet journal themes. Like, I have several of, like, my cover pages mm-hmm. that I turn into art prints, um, but I, yeah, Pinterest, definitely my main inspiration and then I get a lot of inspo from like other creators on Instagram that I like follow and stuff yeah that's nice um yeah I feel like kind of similar like I I personally don't use Pinterest as much but like I remember like uh like months ago when I was watching your live and you were like making cover pages you always had like Pinterest pulled up on the side and you were like getting inspo from that (laughs) but like I've actually never really used Pinterest that much so I feel like I should like get into it more do you just like search keywords or do you have like a whole like board of inspiration that you go to I mean it depends what I want to draw like I have a whole board filled with like different cute food I have one like full of cakes and that's what I use <laughs> to draw my like mini cake sticker mm-hmm. sheet I have like a mochi one because like some of the mochis they're so cute they look so squishy yeah, yeah. like I want to eat them <laughs> but they're so fun to draw and then I have um honestly I feel like Pinterest is mainly just for food mm-hmm. um I think animals I go more like for bullet journal people and like themes Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah I see yeah and I guess like I was also talking about this last week but I think one thing that I've learned from being a sticker store owner is that like it's like a lot more work than you would think initially because like um to like to name the whole process right 
from the designing end, you have come up with an idea for a sketch, you know, create your sketch, create the actual drawing, the shadows, format them to a sticker sheet, um, print them out, cut them out without errors, which could take a few tries, you know, like Mm. cut them into like the little sticker sheet sizes, package your orders, decorate your envelopes, figure out the stamp system, like this whole like long process. What is your favorite part when you're creating or fulfilling an order? Like what's your favorite thing? What's your favorite step of the process? About fulfilling an order? I just like putting everything into the bag and like closing (laughs) the envelope because I think it's so like satisfying to hold the envelope after it's done because it's so Mm -hmm. neat and compact and I'm like there's so many fun little goodies in here it's going to someone yeah yeah yeah, I like the actual like packing part not like the writing part because I Mm -hmm. always mess up the addresses when I'm writing them down so I use the like scrap sticker paper from the when it gets cut I like cut it out and then put it on top like if I mess up on the envelope that's smart. Yeah. yeah. I use I do, I do something similar. Like I use um the scraps from the sticker sheet to cut out my like logo or like my it's mm. not logo. It's like the the like address cuz I have a PO yeah. box so I have my address down and then I also have a little like handle with care thing. And so I use my scraps to like cut those out cuz they're like small and they can fit in like the margins and stuff. Uh yeah, I have white envelopes. So for my packaging, like for the envelopes, I actually print straight onto it so that I'm not wasting sticker paper, like it's just using ink. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I like have like, it says PhD prints on the corner and like the happy mail, do not bend. Mm-hmm. And then on the back, um, it says like, it says thank you or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't remember. But yeah, yeah, I just like print straight onto the envelopes to save sticker paper. That's really cool. So, like, yeah. does is the sizing of your envelope matter then? Cause like, or like, do you just like put it in your printer? Like, how does it know it's, where to line it up? Um, I mean, my envelopes are like five by seven, so I just mm-hmm. change the paper size on my printer to five by seven, and then it just prints. But you have oh. to like make sure you put the front or the back part with the fl- like. You have to make sure you put it in the right way so that it's not like mm-hmm. upside down. Cause yeah. it took me like I, I when I first did it, I like put it in the wrong way and it printed mm-hmm. like upside down. Oh. That's, like, so cool. I feel like I should try that. And, like, you've tried mm. printing, like, tissue paper and stuff before, too, right? I have. Yeah, I tried making my own tissue paper, but my tissue paper, it's so, like, thin, so I had to uh-huh. tape it onto, like, a regular piece of paper. Like, oh. I had to fold the, <laughs> the tops, like, over uh-huh. um, and tape it on the back and then stick it in. And it was so time-consuming because then you have to, like, peel the tape off and then cut off the edge. So I actually invested in tracing paper. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, a little thicker. So if you just, like, put, like, a really thick stack in, for me, at least, that works. And it just goes through by itself. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I've yeah. never tried printing tissue paper before. But, like, it's I don't fun. know. It sounds kind of fun. It's, like, a good way to, like, yeah. personalize and spice it up, you know. Definitely. You just have, like, your, and, like, like logo the, and stuff. The, making the pattern itself, like, seeing it just repeat, it's so cool. Uh-huh. Like, I, I found a reel on Instagram showing you how to, like, make a repeating pattern god it was so cool oh yeah like wallpaper styled yeah like when everything lines Mm -hmm. up and it's just like seamless it was so satisfying (laughs) yeah that's definitely cool yeah and like um i don't know i guess it's just kind of like casual conversation part but like what is what is your experience with like reps and stuff been like is it um how many like how often do you have a rep search like how many reps do you look for what are the qualities you like in a rep um, I've had two rep terms before. They're normally three-month terms each, and I look for, like, around five. Mm-hmm. I think they're good for, like, 
beginner stores. Like, if you mm-hmm. just open and you want to, like, get yourself out there, it's good. But it's also definitely, like, you really have to invest. Because, like, each one, I spend probably around, like, $20 on each um, rep package. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think they're good for, like, beginner stores if you want to, like, get yourself out there. Like, get your product. Like, let people see what you have mm-hmm. and then in terms of like what I look for in a rep um probably someone who posts consistently I think that's mm-hmm. like one um and then also just like they have to be like supportive yeah um, just like, and, like generally a, a good yeah like generally just like hype you up you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah but like I really like having reps like I've gotten closer to a few of my friend friends because like I selected them as reps and I just got to like talk to them more mm-hmm. um but I've had pretty good um experiences with some of my past reps yeah that's pretty cool yeah I think like um one thing that I've realized for reps so basically for those who don't know what reps for these like sticker stores or small businesses do is um each rep will get a personalized discount code which they can share to their followers it's typically like 10% off um and so basically like anyone who checks out using the specialized code for example like if T was repping for me it'd be like T10 for 10% off um then like people who use that code would get the discount um and some some people also do like freebies so if you use a specific code mm-hmm. you get like specialized freebies related to your rep but like that's kind of like a customized thing that like not all stores do um but the basic idea is that like the rep is going to get free stickers from your store um and their responsibilities are to use your products and just like kind of promote your store um and like use them in their spreads and tell people about the discount and everything and just like kind of spread awareness of your shop I guess um Mm. so yeah I mean it's pretty cool and I think the whole system is really like nice because like you're able to send like friends and people who like genuinely care about your store like free products and then you get to see them use it too which is like super cool yeah definitely I really love like seeing everything that my reps and like just like supporters have like made like use my stickers and like spreads it's just so fun to see Mm -hmm. what they create yeah, and I guess, like, for me, one thing I realized, which is, okay, I mean, so generally what I look for a rep is kind of a few things. Um, number one is most important is, like, if the style of my sticker will match their feed or, like, match their style of spreads. Because, like, if somebody could be a really talented, like, painter or something and their bullet journal spreads are just, like, gouache paints and, like, really maximalist artwork... But if they're not used to using stickers, then it'd be unrealistic for me to expect them to use stickers of like my stickers in their spreads, if that makes sense. And so I try to like find styles that are like, you know, sticker, my stickers would fit nicely, like my color palettes and art styles would like be natural in their type of artwork. Um, And I think the other thing that's like, kind of like, uh, you know, just like a reality is that exposure kind of does matter like in terms of how many followers or like their engagement because like the point of the rep is to both like give people who like care about your free stickers but also it's to like promote your store and like get your store out there and so it's definitely in my opinion I found that like it kind of does matter like the exposure of the account because if they're like a bigger account they're able to attract more people to your store who might have never heard of it before Um, And so you can kind of tell by, like, how many times people will use somebody's code based on a little bit about exposure and stuff. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely found the same thing. I probably also look for those qualities in reps. But I feel like you also have to look at, like, 
how often because they can be a really big account and not be active Mm -hmm. so I think you have to kind of like look for everything like yeah and I think their audience Mm -hmm. you know yeah. yeah, and I feel like that's definitely a bit of a, I don't know, like, something difficult, because, like, it's kind of hard to predict, because some people, like, you know, are really active for certain p- periods of time, and they, like, use stickers and everything, and then all of a sudden they deactivate their account and, like, go off the face of the internet for, like, a month and a half, <laughs> but then that's, like, your rep term, mm. and you're, like, I you you agreed to use the stickers if I send them to you, and then, like, they just, like, disappeared, and, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, kind of difficult because sometimes that definitely has happened in the past. Or just, like, yeah. some people will, like, get busy and not be able to use the stickers even though it was, like, an agreement. Um, so, I don't know. It's definitely hard to, like, predict who who will be a good rep and who won't based on, like, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I would want, like, I feel like I could find people who I trust. Like, if my friends... Um, applied and like I knew they were they were like consistent in posting and they're like very mm-hmm. active I feel like you can find people who you trust but also like sometimes you just want to meet new people and like bring in new like different types of journal yeah yeah like styles mm-hmm. um, so it is hard but I yeah. think communication is important like oh yeah if that is gonna happen so important. If, yeah. yeah if the person would let you know that they're not gonna be active that would be, yeah <laughs> that would be nice yeah i feel like that's my policy too like i'm okay if you're really overwhelmed and you're busy and you can't post for a period of time like using my stickers but like i just want people to let me know so that way it's not like oh hey you haven't been using my stickers, how are you doing all right? You know, just, like, kind of awkward for me to, like, approach them about stuff like that. Yeah, it is pretty awkward for the the shop owner side, because you're, like, you don't know what to say, like, you don't want to be mean, but, like, You'd be, like, use my stickers! (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't want to be pushy, you'd be, like, hey, like, why aren't you using my stickers? Uh But then, like, I'm just gonna, it's so, it was awkward. Yeah, it can definitely get awkward. Um, I also feel like, I mean, I've heard, like, some stores, like, some, like, really big stores, have had like have threatened blacklists and stuff that are like if you don't use my stickers um and if you sign up for the rep and you don't fulfill the responsibilities i'm gonna put your name on the blacklist and share it with my other store owners so that you won't oh be able God. to rep for them and like i mean i feel like it's intense but at that's some so point, hardcore like, i know but i guess like in some cases if their stores are like really big and you got the rep opportunity if you didn't use it, that would be kind of, like, insulting everyone who applied and would have actually used it and didn't get the p- position, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like the whole, like, Blacklist thing is, like, so intense, but, you That know. is very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know. I'm an understandable person. Like, I get it. Life happens. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think communication is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like the there's so many stores now out there that, like, there's always, like, different rep opportunities to, like, grow mm-hmm. and, like, you know. So it's kind of a really fun thing, and I'm really glad that yeah. people, like, I'm, I, rep, I rep for a few stores, too. And so it's just, like, kind of a both yeah. process. Like, I'm the store owner for a few people, and then I'm also repping for others. It's, like, a cycle. <laughs> I think the whole, like, thing about reps is just so, like, cute. Like, you get to, like, support small businesses and, like, mm-hmm. help them grow. Like, I just, I love that. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, the, the best part is, like, when you um, are repping for a store and, like, using their stickers doesn't feel like an obligation because you naturally love their products and you love to use them anyways. Uh. Then it just comes, like, natural, you know, you just want to throw in a cute sticker and, like, I don't know, that's, like, always the best because then it's, like, you know, you're, you're getting this stuff for free, but you're also contributing back to them by, like, using it and, like, getting to share your discount with everyone. Yeah. 
I feel like if you if you pick the right store to rep for, like, it's going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't feel obligated to use someone's stickers just because, like, you're a rep and you have to. Like, you should pick stores that you genuinely love and, like, want to support and use their mm-hmm. products. Yeah, yeah. And I think I read online that's, like, for people who are stores that are choosing reps, like, you want to choose the people that are repping not for the sake of the free products you know (laughs) but like for the repping because they actually want to which is like makes a huge difference actually you can definitely tell in their rep application too like I have so many people who apply and they're like your stickers are cute that's it it's just one sentence about why they want to rep and I'm like ah okay next (laughs) yeah 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 so definitely the people who who put more time and effort into their application yes genuine (laughs) definitely yeah, but I think we've um, talked for a pretty lengthy time. Uh, it was definitely cool to learn about your process. Um, I, I, di- I didn't know that, like, the whole art print thing with, had, like, special paper and stuff, so that's, like, pretty oh, yeah. cool. Um, so once again, you should check out Tea both at Tea Journals and also Peach Tea Prints on Etsy to look at her adorable stickers and designs. Um, anything else you want to say? Um, thanks so much. This was so fun. Thanks again. Yeah, it was a fun me. conversation. Um, yeah. I think next week we'll definitely be back with Sid, so don't worry. Sid is Sid's not gone forever. Um, she's just really busy this weekend. Um, but yeah, once again, thank you all so much for listening. Um, and as always, thank you for the support. You can follow us at Before the Pen Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we post like little episode clips and everything too, so definitely check it out. And so thank you so much. See you guys all next week. Bye-bye. Bye.